Real Business Owners. Hey guys, welcome back to Real Business Owners Podcast. This is episode 27, brought to you by Easier Accounting. Guys, no business is too big or too small. If you have any questions in regards to entity formations, tax returns, bookkeeping, um, anything in general that has to do with accounting, make sure that you reach out to us here at Easier Accounting so that we could take care of you. Guys, we have a, a, a very, very special guest for you today, um, an individual that Kel knows very, very well. That's Kel, right. do you want to introduce our, our man here, our guest? Yeah, absolutely, man. We've got Jason Workman uh, joining us on the podcast today. This guy is an owner and operator of a tattoo business, yes. you yeah. know, and yeah. uh, I, I know it fairly well because I've been a client of his now. I've been uh, probably... Dude, I've got this whole sleeve done mainly by you. Absolutely. Yeah. And we've done probably four full sessions, which our sessions go long, man. They're yeah. like 10, yeah. 11, 12 hours. Absolutely. Um, and then we've had touch-up sessions too, man. And yeah. I'm like, you know, where we come up just to finish up. And so, dude, I've probably spent a lot of time. 50, 60 hours in this guy's yeah. chair. Yeah. And, and we've had some awesome conversations from life to business. And this yeah. guy... I've always been impressed with them. That's why I wanted to have you on today, dude. I love I love the stuff we geek out on when it comes yeah. to business and building relationships and clients. And I know we're going to cover some of that stuff today. So Absolutely. welcome I'm, to the I'm, show, brother. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. And uh, I, I follow you guys as well. And I have had an opportunity to build a, an amazing relationship with Kale here and talk about family and life and yeah. business growth, expansion. And So I'm, yeah, I'm going to try to so. pull some of the, the, the dirty stuff out. I'm sure all the dirty can, stuff you know, out. Um, you know, we talk about that a little bit. Obviously, when you spend a lot of time with somebody, you cover a lot, especially yes. if, if the sessions are 10-hour, 11, 12-hour sessions. I mean, you're not going to stay on one subject for 10 hours or 12 hours. You probably hit everything from A to Z, I'm guessing. Yes. And uh, my guess is when you get to the point where you're at, where you can be a little bit more selective about who you work with, you're probably wanting to make sure that you can deal with somebody in your chair for 10 hours at a time. You don't want some, you know, weird, weird dude that, you know, can't carry a conversation. Do you ever like fire clients because they're just... Oh, absolutely. We fire clients all the time. You know, if you're going to spend that much amount of time with somebody, you got to make sure that you got to vibe with them. A common denominator, you know, you got to work together with people. And, you know, it's in my business and tattooing, the last thing I want is somebody to have a bad experience because yeah. they're going to carry that experience out with them. Yeah. So in the initial consultation stages mm-hmm. or getting to know a, a client in any business, you know, you got to make sure there's general relationship there. So oh, he actually, so, he actually told me that when I went yeah. to get my first tattoo by him, because yeah. he's worked on Coulter, he's worked on yeah. Kaiser and casing yeah. and dude, his work's phenomenal. And yeah. so I'm like, and, and so he tells me, he's like, yeah, dude, um, I don't just work with anybody. You'll hear from Crystal, yeah. um, my, my fiance, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she, he, she's like, she'll let you know if you're going to get on our books or not. And I remember being nervous, mm. dude, because I didn't hear from him for days. <laughs> and so, and I was like, hey, Coulter, I'm like, bro, I don't yeah. think I don't yeah. he's going to take me on. I think I remember you. But he saying, told me he's like, I'm very Coulter. selective. I'm not going to just work yeah. with anybody. And so I was like, man, maybe we didn't vibe. I thought we vibed. What a, though, yeah, what dude, I dude, we hit it off right from the get go. So I wasn't worried about. It. And then when I didn't hear from you for a few days, and I was worried yeah. about it. And I was like, dude, I really want his work, you yeah. know. And in my business with building relationships with people it's you know i mean you can tell when you vibe with somebody if mm-hmm. it's a personality trait if it's something some people have big egos and bravados and they come in and they kind of beat their chest and you know and it's like an environment where um you really genuinely connect i feel like especially in my business in that first couple of hours of getting to know somebody they have this this 
umph they bring with them, this mm-hmm. big ego mm-hmm. bravado. Yeah. And I think that's in any relationship. Yeah. People want to put their best foot forward to create some sort of scenario where uh, they feel like they're the A student in the classroom. But yeah. eventually, you it's know, almost you, like you start dating. to break that down. When you're yeah. dating, you're putting your best foot forward. The courtship, absolutely. And then eventually... After a year or so, you slowly start showing your real self. Absolutely. Right? And, yeah. and all the flaws that come with it. And so it's probably the same thing. I try to building. break that down in the first couple hours getting to know people. Just it's like, like, here's my truth. Here's yeah. the, the no let BS. Let the curtain and, down and yes. just tell me who you are, what you're Absolutely. about, and let's vibe out. And then once that is done and an initial meeting with somebody, then, you know, you start to evaluate like, man, it seems like this is going to be a great person to work with. And I want to develop a long-term relationship with them. Yeah. In my industry, I'm putting pictures on people's skin. The last yeah. thing I want is for somebody to look down at their arm and hate me for the rest of their life. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like the topic of my yeah. discussion today was yeah. like the lifetime value of a yeah. client. It's yeah. something that I see uh, to be very, very relevant in, yeah. in especially what I do or any yeah. kind of interpersonal communication with people where you are spending a lot of time with them or they're walking away with something where they're going to constantly remember you for the rest of their lives. Out, out of mm-hmm. all the customers that you service now, what percentage are repeat customers versus the new ones that you start working with? Oh, gosh. I mean, I've got clients that have been working together with me for decades. Yeah. And then I have new people that are coming in and they're, you know, Fortune 500 company owners and they're getting their first tattoo. And and it's all built off of the relationship that maybe somebody they met and, you know, gave a a great recommendation. And like, you know, you got to go connect with Jason and those those people become lifelong friends, yeah. you know, and not just clients, but, you know, real mm-hmm. relationships. So would you say 80% of your current business or 70% that you've seen them at least once or twice prior? I want to say or? about 80% are repeats and or repeats within a small circle. Yeah. Um, and then maybe about 20% new. Yeah. So, okay. and when I say like, it seems like a client in a small circle you know, the friends and family, yeah. it, it seems like people that we communicate with, they only have like maybe five to 15 people they communicate with on a regular basis. Yeah. So I kind of feel like that's one entity, you know, right. and then it's like the gated communities of the world, you know right. I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, you have only so many people within that community and then you go over to this community and there's so many people there. So I feel like each individual person is kind of within a, that constraint. So, you know, it's, I become friends with them and build a relationship with them and then their cousins or sister or mom or dad or, you know, four or five of their friends. And, you know, and we all have something as a, as a common denominator to talk about. Yeah. You know, we're well, talking about, you know, so-and-so sister. And, yeah. Then you're like, so. oh, yeah, I heard about that <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, at your family yeah, reunion. Yeah. And, and, and then this ge- happened or <laughs> exactly. that. Exactly. So you know? I already kind of know my clients as yeah. they walk through the door. Kale, a great example is hearing how amazing your uh, coworkers and, and uh, have spoken about you, you know, and then mm-hmm. you walk through the door and it's like, man, I've got to feel like I already know you a yeah. little bit. And then we sit down and we start to engage and we have some conversations and, and you already come from a position, you know, where your client or, or your, your workers have told me that you're a great person. So I have that expectation, get to know you. It's true. And it's amazing. Yeah. So, now, you've yeah, told yeah. me that, man. And yeah. it's really great to hear because we do work really hard. We've done episodes on culture just recently. <laughs> I think and that was the last it, one that dropped. I think it's really yeah. nice to hear. We don't just talk about it. And then we hear behind our backs that we're really assholes. Know, 
yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. we, we, we genuinely about, care about our, yeah. our our staff, our people. Yeah. Like we yeah. don't, you know, look down on them. Like you work for us. Like we try and build everybody up. That we're all even. We all work together on this mission. And so it's really cool to hear that. And there's a value scale to that, you know. Yeah. I mean, because those people will project that in front of you, you know. And then when people like myself come in and meet you. You know, there's already an expectation. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the lifetime value of what I'm talking Well, about. if we're talking about lifetime value, let's talk about lifetime value. Okay. So there's lifetime value in a couple different areas then. In, yeah. In, in what you just barely said. Yeah. What's your lifetime value for employees? Yeah, true. It, it, could, it could go can, on both sides, right? Like yeah. you have lifetime value with customers, which yeah. you obviously have to service. But I believe that the lifetime value of the customer comes from the lifetime value or excuse me, the experience that you create either for your employees that service your customer, Absolutely. or in your case, if you're servicing the customer, you are your own employee, right? Absolutely. Like you have to hold yourself accountable to show up at this time to to make sure that this work gets done or whatever it is, or stay as late as you need to. So you're owner slash operator, right? And so the relationships that we create with our employees ultimately carry over to the lifetime value of our customers. Absolutely. So our job should be able to take care of our employees, which ultimately then their job is to take care of the customer. Okay. I agree. And then it creates a higher lifetime value in your case. Um, you know, and again, I don't have any tattoos, but I know some people that they kind of jump around like yeah. almost like they're trying to find their artist their right the one yeah, yeah exactly yeah. like they're missing that connection like oh this guy did this one and then i had this one to do yeah. this one and they're trying to jump but it's funny when people find you they go back to you <laughs> again yeah. and again you He's know what dude, i mean yeah me. we don't go to anyone else anymore yeah, you know exactly. what i mean <laughs> well I, the, the, there's i think every artist has uh, the, their individual value in, in my industry i don't think there's any bad artists i feel mm-hmm. like People will connect with them on personality levels, on yeah. art levels. Uh, so do you I, believe I don't that think some that people do great work, but they don't connect with their clients? And maybe that... No, because they do connect repeat? with a certain type of client. And okay. this goes back to the idea of like those consultations that I gotcha. do. You know, I mean, I may not connect with this client. And that's awesome. I want them to have a great experience gotcha. and a great, you know, mm-hmm. a, a lifetime connection with their artist. Yeah. So if I'm not connecting, I'll send them to somebody I think they can connect with yeah. or vice versa. Um, if I do connect with them, I even encourage them to go out and have other experiences. Um, I never put myself in a position where I feel like I'm more or better than anyone else. Uh, uh-huh. But I do look for genuine connection, you know, because I, I want this person to walk out, look down at their skin and be like, man, you know, they get out of the shower. <laughs> you know, they're like, Jay, man, I got to give that guy a yeah. call. I got to wish him a Merry yeah. Christmas or something, you <laughs> yeah. know, like, or, you know, random gifts in the mail that get sent or whatever it is, yeah. you know, or a random text like, hey, man, I was in the store the other day and someone stopped me and they just couldn't stop looking at the work you created for me. And I'm so proud to own yeah. it. And to me, it gives me a sense of connection to them as well. You know, that I created yeah. a piece of art and they carry it with them and they That's love insane. it. That's insane. I do too, man. Proud like, to hold it. So. <laughs> yeah. When I'm like, uh, when I'm on that side of town, yeah. And I, I'm like, oh, there's Jay's shop. I'll just stop in. If he's yeah. not busy, we get to talk yeah. it up for a minute. If he's busy, just just want to say hi, bro. Yeah. And he's Absolutely. always super welcoming. Um, and do you know what? All the time we've spent, I've spent in your chair and yeah. we've spent together. 
It's crazy, man, because, and I told you this in the last session, I was like, dude, it's so crazy sitting here talking about the whole tattoo business because the things we talk about apply to any business. Yeah. yeah. You know, and building lifetime value in your customers, dude, it's across the board, whether you're a tattoo uh, expert and a shop owner, whether you're an accounting, yeah. you know, if you're a servicing a client, any, anybody that's servicing a customer. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's it things really is. that you do to, uh, to really you know, create that experience and you're like a master at it. So I'm like, dude, I don't care what industry you're in. Like having Jason in, people are going to learn something and building that lifetime value customer. And I think from what we talked about of all the times we've been together, and I don't know this hundred percent, you might've always been this way, but I know there were some big shifts too, like where you went from, dude, you had to level up and there's a reason that you're now tattooing CEOs and uh, other CEOs are flying you to their area and they're, they're not only just paying for you to do work on them, but their employees and and their team members and they're paying you thousands of dollars a day to do so. And, you know, I know that you went through like, how many miles was your walk? Oh gosh, I went on a 630 mile walkabout with a backpack and I was just a detox, you know, clean my mind out and, you know, I got so focused in sales and instead of connection um yeah. you know I, I went through the ego stage i mean as every i'm sure we can get into some backstory oh, yeah. um oh, you know yeah. I, I went through the ego stage i burned a lot of uh, relationships to the ground and you know i did a walkabout it was 630 miles uh and it really well, you can't allowed call me it a walkabout yeah, then you, then you say san francisco to oh, portland it was a damn. pretty hefty walk so. when you say walkabout i'm yeah. thinking like Couple blocks or something. I just did a walk about. It's like no, San Francisco to Portland, Oregon, and in, in that adventure, I had to ask myself, "Who am I?" You know, I yeah. mean, what am I trying to do? What is my career like? What am I? What are my hopes and dreams? And and then I started to connect that to clientele. Mm. You know, I started asking those questions: What are your hopes and dreams? Where are you going? What what kind of business plans do you have? Mm. You know, how do you feel like you show up? You know, uh, in front of your customers or your clients, or are you trying to build big things? Are you constantly on the go? Or are yeah. you you know innovative? Or are you stuck you know mm-hmm. so i started asking different questions after that for sure and made a huge a couple of huge shifts in my own life um uh that led me uh into all different new adventures yeah. and, and so you had the realization that where you wanted to go versus where you were the gap yeah. between those two places were servicing customers at a whole different level agreed Yeah. 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 And I think that's important. I feel like we'll get to a certain spot in our businesses where at first we're trying to figure things out and then we make a shift where we're starting to build popularity and growth and we're starting to become really accepted and we may become sponsored or expand our business or retain new clients or, you know, hit the right, you know, nail Mm -hmm. on the head with our marketing. Um, But then we go through an ego stage where we feel like we're untouchable and and top of the food chain. Of course. But then somewhere in there, this, this thing will happen where you burn into the ground. You know, I mean, you, you make a major shift and you're like, you know, what am I doing? You know, what kind of value am I adding? What kind of purpose do I have? You know, what's the kind of legacy am I leaving behind? Whatever it is. I mean, we're going to go through these stages and yep. I, I feel like we die and are reborn, die or reborn, All die and reborn consistently over and over and over yep. again. Every six months to a year. And if you, you and guys if, are, And if you don't, yeah. you become stagnant in life and depressed yeah. and... Like you're, 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 you're you got to continue to morph Absolutely. right into something newer, something better, something greater. And the only way that you can morph into something better is by asking those deep questions. Yeah. Who am I? What do I want to leave behind? Who, how do I want to be remembered? Yeah. You know, you don't want to be remembered as the ego tattoo guy that sure. thinks he's, on. you know, you want to create real connections with people and you determined that and then made those adjustments. And dude, I've, 
you know, again, we have several people in the office that, that have had work done by you. And it's, <laughs> dude, it's all praise. It's yeah. all just Jason's the man. Like, it's almost <laughs> like they enjoy just sitting in your chair being around you. And the tattoo is an added benefit, man. I, I will say that, that, that that's something that's been in, in the past few years I've really kind of tried to nail down is the idea of not doing it for the ego, not yeah. doing it for praise, but doing it because sometimes we just need somebody to divide our pains with. Yeah. You know, somebody else to, you know, like split the, I'm stressed, I'm frustrated, or, oh my gosh, I'm experiencing too much expansion in my company or my business. And yeah. sometimes we just need somebody to like divide the pain. Yeah. You know, you cut it in half and all of a sudden you're only carrying half the burden. Yeah. So I feel like I've become that person. And I feel like a lot of times it's your chiropractor might have your ear it might yeah. be your your hairstylist your it might be a friend yeah. you know your closest sibling i mean we're constantly dividing that but in my space people do it for eight hours at a time yeah where it's like you know first it's everything's cool but then yeah. you start breaking it apart and you're like yeah. all right there's something deeper underneath this yeah. probably when my wife's like Go get on Jason's books again. Get, some shit get out. that shit. Yeah. You're being an stress. asshole. Yeah. Go, go, you're being you an asshole. Get it go out, get a man. tattoo. You know? She's never actually done that, but she's always been supportive. She's like, yeah, good. Absolutely. Yeah. She knows how much I enjoy the experience. So, let me ask you this because when I, again, I, I don't have tattoos, so I can't speak mm-hmm. for individuals and, and, and why they do. But what I feel like I've noticed yeah. is a lot of people get tattoos when they they're going through something something maybe meaningful to them whether it's a child's birth or whether yes. it's a you morphing me, me me and Kel going through different experiences on a different journey trying to find our highest self yes you know and I've seen tattoos on people they're like well this represents some of the past shit that I've gone through yeah. and I'm like breaking through and then this Absolutely. it means you know so it has real deep purpose and meaning and usually it's lifetime or it's life shifts. Sometimes it's that. that. Sometimes it's uh, I got off a plane in a new city I've never been to before, and I want to so, get a little token or memento. Really? I feel like they're little keepsakes of time. Okay. You know, you remember everything that's going on in, in that space when you get it done. And it's you have like a, a time capsule reminder. thing where you're it, saying. It, it really is. And we, we do that. I mean, we collect stamps. We buy yeah. pictures. We decorate yeah. our home. You remember where we were when we were doing all that. Yeah. I think tattooing is just a... Uh, or, or it is another form of that. It's almost so. like documenting mm-hmm. your life's journey. Absolutely. This is when so. I was like 18, and this is when I, here's when I was going through this or that. Like some, some people can go through an entire process of explaining well, where they were at and what they were doing absolutely. almost with each tattoo. Absolutely. They're, they're little time capsules. You mentioned something about like the, the why, and yeah. you know, I'm, I'm reminded of ethos, pathos, and logos, the emotion, passion, logic. Yeah. And I always try to meet people there. Um, you know, when somebody walks in the studio, if they just lost a loved one, the yeah. last thing I want to do is be like, yo, let me tell you about this super great thing I'm yeah. working on right now. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. I've got this new business venture I'm working your tonality, on. Your tonality. No, energy, man. I'm like, I, I'm meeting them in their space and saying, yeah. hey, you know what? I lost my grandma a few years ago. Well, I know how you're feeling. And, you know, let's find some closure here. Yeah. The guy comes yeah. in. He just ran the Iron Man. He's stoked yeah. on life. Yeah. I don't want to be like, man, I just lost my grandma a couple of years yeah. ago. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not going to. So, so I try to meet them there. And this is That's something. Crazy. When I'm building a lifetime value yeah. for somebody, I think about the logic guy. He's like, man, this guy down the street is this amount. This guy over here does this style, and they come in and they're really looking logically. I want the best bang for my buck, mm-hmm. and I try to meet them there as well. So, yeah. so important. Um, or humor. Some people come in and they're just, 
you know, they're happy and they're, they're high on life and they're funny and they're fun to be around. And I try to, you know, meet them with some comedy back and forth. Yeah. And, you know, so I think, you know, in, in retrospect, sometimes it's about the image, but sometimes it's a lot more about that, that interaction with the, with the client. You so know, you try to mirror the, the customer. I, I, exactly. Meet them, meet them it's almost, I'm not going to say, well, maybe for lack of better words, but chameleon like, you know, yeah. you meet them where they are. Yeah. And, you know, when you start to have that real connection with them, man, they build real relationships, mm-hmm. real friendships. Yeah. And you can do you that. Know, so you can do that genuinely, right? Yeah. You don't, you don't not, have not to be tactic. fake to build rapport with people. No, yeah, you can genuinely care for them and want yeah. to put the right piece of art on them. And the same thing with us in our business, like yeah. we can genuinely care for them and want to do the best job for them, you know, meeting them where they are. Absolutely. Um, but building that rapport is so important, man, because that, that rapport is like, that is kind of a, a big piece of what brings them back. You know what it I mean? Is. So it is. I totally relate. A real relationship there. there. So, yeah. um, you know, you've been through pain. Yeah. You've been through happy times. Mm-hmm. You've got some jokes in the back, you know, and yeah. in, in the pocketbook, you know. I mean, you, you've, you've had some grief, remorse. Like, you, you've made mistakes. You've built it and lost and failed. And yeah, I mean, so when you connect with somebody else on, on those values – or I guess on those experiences, or like, oh man, I don't feel alone now. Yeah, I can sit down, and, and so it's not disgenuine at yeah. all. It's it's really just digging into your own past and utilizing those experiences to have a genuine connection. Yeah, being it's empathetic that common with denominator them, thing. So. You know, um, and, and it is a good business move at the same time. It like, is. it's not for the money. Like, you want to do those things to genuinely help them and create an experience yeah. for them and service them the way they want to be serviced. And then they want to come back and do more business with you. And it's a kind well, of, a I, I, I honestly don't think that even if you did it, if you were, did it like if you were disgenuine, I don't think that you could do it for long, that long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I in order to sustain that type of work and, and that connection, it has to be genuine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You will get burnt out if you're being disingenuous, you don't know who you are when you exactly, look in the mirror exactly. at the end of the day. So you know? it's, so. it's, it's you, you know, again, you've said it, you know, everybody's gone through various different emotions. Yeah. And if they're going through that emotion, you just tie a, an experience that you've gone through that is the same emotion. Okay. If they've gone through, they're going through sadness, okay. you, t- like you said, well, yeah, I lost my grandmother too a couple years yes. ago. You're, you're finding the emotion that connects with that emotion in your experience and their experience. And you're closing that gap to make them, you know, understand that everything's going to be okay. It's all good. You know, they're not alone with whatever they're going through. Absolutely. Now, when you pull this back full circle to the lifetime value um, that you're building in that client or customer or the relationship you're building, I feel like when you have people you can really lean on. Yeah. It's it, it just doesn't go away. You know, yeah. I can make a phone call to somebody and be like, man, I'm having a bad day. Yeah. And, you know, you, you have a genuine shoulder to lean on. Somebody to, you know, I didn't grow up with a bunch of business people showing me how to do stuff yeah, in my life. So exactly. I can call a couple of these guys that I've worked in, with and they're like, Jason, dude, I'm so glad I could actually offer you advice because yeah. you've spent so much time with me. And they feel connected in a way yeah. that's. It's like they're giving back to me the same way that I gave to them. Yeah. And I feel like this is in any, in a lot of businesses where we connect with people. So, I honestly believe um, that that's probably what's missing in 2019 is genuine connections with customers true. or clients. True. Because everybody wants to automate everything. Everybody wants hands off. Yeah. 
how could we service people without creating real connections? Nobody and, wants and that's a sense lost. of insignificance, you mm-hmm. know. And by by genuinely connecting with other people, it gives them a sense of significance. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter what their job is, what their daily life is. It feels like you know, there's so many people in the world right now, and we all want a sense of significance in, in anything that we're doing, in either business or relationships or work or building whatever it is, and. Finding that sense of significance can come strongly from the relationships you have with other people. You yeah. know, you feel like a significant part of their life, and it gives you a sense of, mm-hmm. of, of legacy or a, a Dude, if you create a real connection with a yeah. customer, they're going to stay with you. They like do. That, that's what they it do. is. They're not now only just buying the service. Yeah. They're supporting an individual that they like. Absolutely. Right? And uh, I want to uh, talk about the value of that. Yeah. So say that I do a $5,000 piece on my client. Yeah. My client goes out and they show a few of their family members in that circle, you know, a couple of friends. Maybe they're on their social media page yeah. blasting it out there. Um, that 5000 if we're talking about, like, value monetarily, yeah. um, that can radiate into maybe five to ten more clients. But there's another side to this. If I do a piece of artwork, that person that collected that $5,000 piece may want to buy a print or another piece of artwork from me. Or if I decide to launch a new brand or a new new company, I may have that one of these people as a potential investor. Or, like I said, when I think of the lifetime value, I might do a $5,000 tattoo on you. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the value of that is exponentially $100,000, $200,000, yeah. 500000 Even to the point where I would coach my... my um, younger artists that came out to work with me over the years like you do a bad tattoo it just cost you five grand yeah mm-hmm. you do a great tattoo you just earned five hundred thousand yeah mm. because you don't realize that that person's 25 years old 30 whatever it is and that yeah. person by the time they're 60 they're walking will have that. carried yep. that with you in my line of work in my business and it's what i do is tattooing it's never ending yeah so same thing with an experience if somebody walks in say in accounting and man those guys showed me above and beyond service. I felt so connected with them. They helped mm-hmm. me heal this pain of this accounting problem I had. Yeah. I'm not ever going to go anywhere else. Totally. I mean, hell, once a year you're getting a area. Maybe I don't want to project anything, but even getting sticky with people. You know, the idea of like making small investments into them and you know showing them that you care, or yep. you know the Christmas cards you get in the mail from yep. people, you know from businesses. As it's showing a sense of relevancy, a, a constant reminder. You know, um, I feel like that idea of getting sticky. I got that from uh, Kelly Curtis in a talk. He yeah. said, "Get sticky with your clients." Yeah, and he's like, "You know what? Cater to them. You know, meet their needs. Mm-hmm. It's all the it's all the small things. Yeah, because." When they when somebody comes to us for accounting, they're going to expect accounting. Yeah. But will they expect a handwritten thank you card and a t shirt and things like that in the mail? No, a water because that's bottle, it, yeah, uh, whatever, whatever it is, is yeah. right? So yeah. it's just the a small happy Thanksgiving. Exactly. Yeah, right? It's yeah. just those small little teeny touches because some people think that just like we talked about employees, right? Like some employers think they can give them a paycheck and that's enough, Yeah. right? And they expect them to go above and beyond. If you do those extra little things for them, then Absolutely. they'll go above and beyond for you. And it goes the same with a customer, right? Absolutely. If they're hiring you to, you know, replace their tires, yeah. they expect you to replace the tires. Yeah. But what if you wrote a little thank you card and put it right in their cup holder? Yeah. So when they get in the car and there's a $5 Starbucks gift card and says, thanks for choosing us for new tires. You went above and beyond. You just went above and beyond and it costs you $5 mm-hmm. to yeah. do it. I guarantee you they're going to come to you every single time that they need a new set of tires. So it's not the big shit. Yeah. 
that keeps customers coming back yeah. because they expect you to do exactly what you said you were going to do. It's the little teeny things Extras. right mm-hmm. around they it that, that they that didn't value. expect exactly. that blows their mind. The shit you can't automate. Exactly. Like I can send out an auto, I can send exactly. out an automated Merry Christmas text to the entire client yeah. base of Easier Accounting, yeah. but dude, if I actually take the time to customize it, yep. say hey, I remember you, yeah, you Absolutely. know, and, yeah. and you customize that, you know, Merry Christmas or thank you or whatever yep. around them. Like I enjoyed our time today talking about this, yep. Yep. and I'm really glad you chose us. Then they're like, dude, they feel that. I'll tell you what, right? my my fiance gets a little bit buggered at me because come Thanksgiving or Christmas, yeah. I always send out. Um, a message to my clients yeah. and say happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. But they're all different. And yeah. I guarantee you probably yeah. have three or four people here in the office that I sent, you know, hey, mm-hmm. happy Thanksgiving to. Um, you clients, people I've worked on yeah. that I've built real relationships with. I guarantee you if you check them, they're all individualized. They're all, yeah, they're I, all I don't just send a blast out. I'm yeah. like, hey, man, just want to say thank you or yeah. hey, happy Thanksgiving or whatever it is. And just small deposits into mm-hmm. people. You know, consistently over the years is is enough to just create that retention. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I guess um, I don't even like to put it that way. It's, yeah. No, you're, it, you're again. Really it's like, not retain. It's has it, not, it's you're a just being you. genuine. It just yeah. is what it about is. About somebody yeah. supporting you, you want to support them and show that you care mm-hmm. and that you really did create a connection while they were in the chair. It wasn't just like, hey, I made money. Good luck. See you later. If you yeah. ever need anything, come back. And then it's just. You know, the relationships you're you're creating and building real relationships. And therefore, every everything there's a byproduct to every decision, right? Or you know, it's gonna be positive or negative. Whether you do something or you don't do something, it will have some sort of consequence. Absolutely. Right? You're doing it genuinely, but there is a byproduct of being genuine and creating real relationships with people, yes. and the byproduct is repeat customers mm-hmm. and more revenue, more money. Kel talking about how great. I, what did I tell you when we were texting about you when you left last week uh-huh. when we set this appointment? And I text you and I said, fuck, I really like Jason. <laughs> I said, I don't even have a tattoo, but it makes me want to get in his chair yeah. Yeah. and just get a tattoo to get one. Absolutely. <laughs> Is what I, that's flat out what I text him because you're a genuine ass good dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you can just feel that. You can sense that. And... And, and that's you want better for well, other people than yeah. you want, you know, I mean, then then they want for themselves sometimes it comes through. So. Well, and it is it is a wise investment to become a genuine person mm-hmm. for retention, right? I mean, that's not yeah. what you do it for. But like, dude, you, you've you always been a talented artist. Yeah. Maybe not always, but you've always I've always heard your name before I even yes. knew you yeah. and knew that you were good. But there became a point where you were like, I've got to invest into me. Yeah. And, you know, you had, you know, whether it was health or whether it was personal, emotional, whatever, you decided I got to work on me. You did your walk about, you just, you went on some self-discovery and then pow, dude, like now you're getting yeah. more repeat business. You're getting Absolutely. higher end people wanting to pay you more for your work, even though your art has always been good by investing into you and becoming a genuine person you have a whole nother level of clientele and repeat business, I assume. Yes. Well, I want to talk. So lifetime value, I, I think we can relate it to customers and clients, but I think there's other lifetime values that I, I think about a lot. Um, the lifetime value of, of integrity, mm. you know, of honesty, of, of being real, being the realest person in the room, mm. uh, not being afraid to, you know, share your downfalls and shortcomings. Yeah. yeah. Um, the lifetime value Pulling that of, curtain of back that we talked knowledge about. and growth, you know, and, and working hard. Like when we pull this lifetime value thing and it's not just about clients and dollars and retention, but it's, it's, 
you know, your lifetime value of relationship with kids. You yeah. Know, think about what they're going to be like 25 years from now yep. based off of, you know, your experiences and, and connection with them. So this lifetime value thing I, I talk about, it's not just related to business, but it's in how you show up. Or you money. Know, as a man. It's not related to money. It's not. It's yes. related to legacy. It's related to many, many different fashions. How people perceive you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been doing a lot of uh, uh, case studies and, and we hired videographer uh, several videographers and we've been interviewing clients and I haven't put in any of the content out because every time I watch it, it makes me cry. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets me emotional because I didn't really know how people thought about me. And we, we had this series of questions where I'm, I'm listening to them and it's like, man, how does Jason show up as a, you know, or, 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 you know, like, what does Jason get at? Is it, well, at tattooing or being a man? Or, man, connecting with Jason is like connecting with your closest sibling or, mm-hmm. or, and, you know, it got me emotional and I was like, how, how in business, how are you connecting? I guess, and this would be a question out there um, for people to maybe even like chime Ask in on. Ask themselves, You too. know, like, like how internally. are you connecting? You know, what do your clients think about you? You know, I mean, how, how are you, you know, what do your coworkers think about you? What's your team look like? Mm-hmm. You know, your, your workforce, how are they looking at you? You know, um, when they go home, they're sitting down, they're thinking about the boss or they're thinking about the coworker. You know, how are you showing up? Yeah. Are you bringing value into their life? Are you, you know... Um, uh, like we talked about, above yeah. and beyond a paycheck. Absolutely. Well, I know you haven't let, published those videos yet either, but you should let me watch a few yeah. of them. And I was honored that you asked me to do one of them too, dude. And I'm like, but dude, I did have a moment where I was like, this is so brilliant to really find out yeah. what people are thinking, thinking about you. Because a lot of this stuff I said, and then I watched others, dude, same. they all say yeah. it a little bit differently, but yeah. all the same meaning. It's yeah. like, damn, Jason really does create that experience. It does. He's not just faking it you yeah, know what yeah, i mean like yeah. he's not it's, it's 100 fake it's, about it. it's, across, it's yeah. across the board it's yeah. not like dude it got me all emotional i was yeah. like a little girl yeah. in the bathroom yeah. crying like, <laughs> wiping away my i don't wear mascara but if i did it'd be all over <laughs> yeah. my face you know so everybody said everyone said you're real everyone said that you create a, a great experience and you know everyone said that uh, you're a good ass dude you show up for your family you're a good man like everybody said a lot of the same uh, things man yeah. and so i it, thought that was a really brilliant idea it was intriguing to see that and and that's what kind of spawned this whole idea of like what's the lifetime value of our clients because our you know i feel like we try to impress a certain amount of people you know we try to put ourselves out there and we want to join the put group our best foot forward right yeah. but then we have people that genuinely support us and they genuinely care about our, our success and they hold us up and you know even in our times when we're falling and don't lose sight of those people those are the people you need to double down on yeah, yeah. you know there's people that genuinely want to see your success and growth and mm-hmm. sometimes we we lose that as we are moving forward and as we are you know building something bigger and bigger and you know it's like all of a sudden the guy that yeah he's he used to support me a lot but you yeah. know i fell off well yeah. reinvest into those people you yeah. know sometimes we do get lost in there. our own success we do. right like we do as business owners. you you know uh maybe at first when there's not a lot of money coming in it's easier to uh invest into people and be genuine and then yeah. as the money starts coming in yeah the ego starts rising yes. you know all of that stuff and then you kind of lose why you started getting that mm-hmm. initial success anyways and that personal touch or whatever yeah. it is because you're so high on your own supply of your yeah. ego 
that you forget about what got you there. Doing or your mind is so things. divided in yeah. so many different directions, you yeah. start to so forget. so much going on within your business. You know, I mean, you're, like, you're, yeah. you're dealing with 10 different yeah. things. Your capacity level is completely overwhelmed. You've got, you, because and you've scaled, you've got so many different problems now. Exactly. To where it's like, my attention needs to be over here rather than saying thank you. It's like you the little here. shit that made you yep. who you were and that built your business starts to get it. lost. I think that's part of my, over the last few years, my, my reinvention of myself is realizing that the stuff people loved about me, it wasn't as grand as I thought it was. Yeah, right. It wasn't the fact that I was traveling all over or winning yeah. awards or being published in magazines. That stuff gave them a reason to high-five me and yeah. congratulate me, yeah. but it, it wasn't the thing that kept them there. The Let me ask you this. So after that connection. success that you had, what made you d- go on the journey? Did you just feel hollow a little bit inside? Like there was something missing even on, with on all the success? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Like so. what, what spawned that? Because I think no, we, I think that's an important topic <clears throat> because people really need to do a lot of soul searching. We're all so busy on a day-to-day basis yeah. that we don't even get our ask ourselves any questions anymore about who we are, what we want to be. We can't even think about next year because there's 10 different things happening Absolutely. right now. Absolutely. But what spawned the decision to? Health. It, it okay. was. It really came down to health. I okay. was overweight. I was sick. I was jamming on Red Bulls, probably okay. three or four of them a day. Um, got to the point where I was sick and walked in, and you know, I mean, our company did one point two million, I think, yeah. in twenty fifteen. Okay. Um, and I didn't know that it was literally killing me. Six, seven days a week, nonstop, yeah. grinding on planes, off planes, uh, traveling all over the United States, um, working my tail end off. Uh, and then I walked into the doctor and I told him I felt a little bit sick and he's like, well, you got a brain tumor. And I was like, oh, well, right on. So I started taking a bunch of medicine and then it just wasn't getting better. So Mm. I took my life back into my own hands and I did a walkabout and I basically cleaned out no energy drinks, no fast food. I was literally, my capacity was stretched so far that it was fast food on the go, energy drinks, five hours of sleep a night, keep going, keep going, building it, hire more employees. Mm. And I just burnt out. I I literally went too hard, too far, too fast. I think that that's a good lesson just in of itself Mm -hmm. because we lose ourselves in success. We start putting everybody else first, the customers our employees, mm-hmm. we've got problems. One guy hit me up on Real Business Owners just on the on the DM or whatever, yeah. right? Just messaging me, and he's just like, dude, I am getting burnout. I'm getting stressed. I'm this. I'm that. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what to do. And I'm like, you're giving and giving and giving yeah. to everybody else, and you're putting yourself last. I said, when's the last time you did anything for yourself? Absolutely. Something you loved and enjoyed, and, and he's like, you're right. Yeah. He, you know, businesses first, then families first, or families first, mm-hmm. then businesses first. And co- like, You've got to make just, time for it, just self-awareness. You put like yourself last for into, how many years, oh, yeah. and you burn out. You're, exactly. you're, you're, you're not taking care of you. Just or you Red burn balls. it all to the ground yeah. and like, what the heck did I do? You know, and yep. you literally drop the ball. And, yeah. And that, that was me in about 2015, yeah. uh, where I had to rebuild the entire thing from the ground up. So have you put, like, let's say, uh, things in place to make sure that that doesn't happen again in terms of, like, you know, an extra day off or I only work X amount of hours? Or are you still 
kind of overloaded? I mean, what's staycations, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, cabin suites, you know, or so I every turn my so phone often you off. treat yourself. Um, yeah, just getting away sometimes. And, yeah, you know, those are the times when you become the most innovative, though. Yeah, you know, you think that you're while you're in the grind, you're actually making major changes. It's not. It's when nope. you step yeah. away. When it's quiet. Yeah, and you, you've got a few days, and I think the first day or two you start freaking out because you know maybe you're out of service with your yeah. phone or you know like people need you and yeah. and then all of a sudden you turn it off is that the ego though yeah the ego is. say people need you people and then need after you. two and or three days you're only, you're like, you yeah, don't, don't want to look care. at your phone anymore yeah. you're like oh man this has been such a stress yeah. relief and then yeah. and then you jump back into it but i feel like those are the moments that create yeah. genuine uh uh, creative moments or just yeah yeah a innovation yeah you know where you start looking forward and you're like you know yeah. what this hasn't been working this hasn't been working what if i try this and you know not not try to burn yourself out. if you're so, so. close to the day-to-day stuff you can't yeah. um, you almost can't see the problems oh I, I so agree. if you take a step back and you're and you analyze things because there's a lot of times that i have ideas on the weekends or whatever yeah. that i email myself or whatever because it's quiet when you're working your brain is figuring out whatever you're working on, and yeah. it doesn't have free time to think and get creative like we're talking about. And if you can't go out to dinner with some friends <laughs> and not think about like, okay, the marketing strategy for this and this and this, and okay, how am I going to build this? Guilty. We got to get those uh, t-shirts <laughs> yes. ordered, and uh, yeah. we've got that new supply. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you, yeah. you, there's literally like there's key points where you can identify like, well. I need to take a couple of days and just yeah. decompress. Absolutely. You know? And if you don't, you just we do that with it. our one of our best buds, man. Like when we go out to dinner with our with Logan, the wife yeah. and stuff. It's yeah. like sometimes I have to catch myself. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I'm over here talking business with Trevor, and like <laughs> yeah. Logan doesn't give a crap about. <laughs> yeah, that he's stuff. just sitting there chilling. But or whatever, that's one of like, one of the reasons he's our best one of our best friends, man. Because yeah. we can all just have fun and Agreed. not talk Agreed. about business yeah. and, and marketing and this and that and but this client. I, you can isolate, do small retreats, and do things like that. You know, go grab a cabin with a couple of the guys and you know smash ideas out and then go home and then implement yeah. and we know, got some trips like that coming yeah. up but it We're is important California here in a couple weeks nice. just to film content for our clients just yeah. to Absolutely. just get all this stuff ready for 2020 and it's going to be it's going to be epic dude we're going to get so much done but yeah. you do i think that's really important what you said like you've got to be able to pick up on those telltale signs of like when it's time to to Step work on back. you you know what i mean give yourself some love, man. Like you can't give love to others unless you love yourself. <laughs> I mean, let, let, yeah, you know no, what I mean. Such 100%, an old adage, but let's, yes. let, let, let's add more context to this. Okay. Would you be where you're at today if you didn't take Hell that no. step back and do that walkabout? No. Without I, a doubt, I, right? I, I, you, a you wouldn't be where spot. you're at. Yeah. No, I, I agree. You're in a happier place, probably a more profitable place. All of 100%. these things yeah. are all positive. There's not one negative thing that came from you doing that walkabout and taking time off for you. And, and it's all in how you value the negative, too. You know, I mean, there are things that, like, man, yeah, I could have done this and done this. And, but, you know, you can't live in that headspace. You really can't. You have to say that, okay, I made a choice, and that choice had consequences. I'm yeah. never going to downplay the other choice. I'm going to say that, hey, that other choice was a viable option. But this mm-hmm. choice that I made, I'm going to accept 100% of the of the of the outcome, you know, and I'm not going to live in that space of the what ifs. You can't, you can't be there. So I think that the choices I made led me into new ventures and you make that shit work. You really do. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. You can't downplay the other choices though. You have to say that, all right, because of this, this happened and let's own that moment. You actually got to have some gratitude for it too, man. Like, you know, people spend a lot of time only being grateful for the things that worked out. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have some gratitude for that. Dude, those learning it's, lessons. It's not that uncommon shit. that the best things happen 
or come about when you're at the lowest of lows. Absolutely. You were burnout at the lowest of lows. Yeah. You've got you just got told you had a brain tumor. Yeah. And that forced you at that low point to do a lot of self-evaluating Absolutely. and then you made a shift. A huge shift, yes. So and we've all go to those places too as business owners. But I want to some, say some people don't make the shift though. True. They just stay in a low place. They stay depressed. They do you know they don't do anything different. Agreed. A low place, I believe, all it, all it's doing is trying to redirect you to something better and something greater yeah. if you actually let it, rather than just letting it own you. You flipped True. it and you owned it and said, okay, I need to take my life back and here's how I'm going to do it. And you set out to do that. And now four years later, look at what you're doing. I will say in those moments, I really started to connect with um, the magic of thinking big. Timothy Ferris, I really was starting to listen to a lot of like, yeah, I started to get into more um, even coaching, self-help. Like, you know, I mean, there's so much content out there now. Mm -hmm. You can't live in those negative headspaces for a long period of time. And you get to choose There's no value in that. Content you consume. You know I, mean? I guarantee you, if you continuously consume it again and yeah. again and again and again, then all of a sudden it becomes a vocabulary for you. All you are is a byproduct of what's gone in your ears. Agreed. Let's be real. That's it. Or, yes. or the environment. Like, mm-hmm. you take me and put me in an environment where there's a bunch of people that are Buddha, you know, I, yeah. I'm going to be a Buddhist or whatever they Absolutely. call it, right? Like, that's just what it is because that's the environment that I'm in. So if you're constantly putting bad shit in your ears, yes. you're you're just a product of the environment. I agree. So, But you have full control to change your environment. Be careful about what you put in your damn ears and who you surround yourself with because if you put good information in, yeah. you'll get good coming out it just has to happen. Now imagine carrying that bad information from your home, from business stress, from whatever it is, into the negotiations and communications you have with your client. Exactly. Now, if you're fighting with your wife and you're walking yep. in and you're trying to communicate with a client and actually create any an kind of value, connection and, you know, and you're like, let me tell you about this horrible thing going on in my life, the client doesn't want to hear yeah. about that. Yeah. I am so stressed. I'm so frustrated at home. Yeah. I'm so exhausted. Client doesn't want to hear about that. Yeah. So. I really like in, in that positive mindset, really engaging with your yeah, shit. Sometimes you have to leave it all at home. Yeah. You know, let Check go of everything and yeah. then come in. It's so hard to do because let's face it. If you've ever been in a, yeah. uh, a an argument with your spouse, and you try to mm-hmm. go in and perform at, at, at peak levels. It just doesn't happen. It's yeah. It's that divided mind. It's too much energy going in. So even, uh, you know, you talked about clients. I, I'll cancel shit. You know, yeah. if, if I'm if I Not feel like this is an important space. enough. Yeah, and, and with every client, it's important. Um, but if I feel like it's an important interaction or first interaction, I have a headspace that's unclear, I, I got to cancel it. I'll move mm-hmm. it. I'll reschedule. I'll move a client around because I'm not in a personal good headspace. Mm-hmm. Little things like that I think is super important. And I don't care what business you're in. If you're selling cars and you're fighting with your girlfriend at the end of, end of last night and you're up till 4 o'clock in the morning with your head divided and, and full of stress and you try to go in and sell cars the next day, it's not going to happen. How are you going to make it a good experience for them? Yeah. Yeah, and, and people will carry that stuff away yeah. from. Same thing with hairdressing, same thing with accounting, any service where you're interpersonal, you know, and you're connecting mm-hmm. with another person on the side of the table. You've got to bring that positive energy in there. You've got to have real connection. Dude, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Stuff. You know that lot that I was going to buy? Yeah. I literally pulled out of it because I had a very bad experience with the realtor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, dude, I didn't want that person to make money. <laughs> off of the deal. Serious. And literally yes. that was, dude, I've been talking about it forever. Yeah. That was like, I wanted to build my house there. Yeah. 
and I finally just sent a huge long time. I'm like, you're cold. You're dry. Yeah. This is not the way that you treat people. If yeah. I treated my customers the way that you treat people, Absolutely. I wouldn't have any businesses. Agreed. Where, how do I get my refund? Some people try so hard to sell when I think if you can just find a way to heal a pain, a problem, you really that love that connection. spot. You really love that spot. This guy was trying to sell to you, became a little bit ignorant, and it wasn't communicating, connecting with you on your vision, Not at all. on your pain. Asking, on the thing asking that you a couple questions, really and yeah. I would get a K. Yeah. That and was the response I would get. Wow. And then I'd be like, Poor well, my, I never got that email. K. Like, yeah. And it was just cold. and I'm like... Add something to it. Like how literally just <laughs> wow. the, the letter K. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, look at yeah. my – I have it in my phone. I can prove it right now. Or buying a car and uh, that guy is so pushy and yeah. you're like, dude, just give me a little bit of space. Yeah. I'm here with my family. We're just looking through windows right now, you know. Yeah. yeah. You maybe you want to test drive this one or this one, but it's like, hey, 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 hey. Don't push the car. Oh, my god. Create the rapport. Yeah, if you build a relationship. Because, you know, again, like, I told, I just flat out just told you guys what I told Kel yeah. about Jason. Yeah. I don't even have a tattoo. And I said – I like him so much. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm thinking about getting a tattoo. Well, so, this is the type of stuff we talk about during it, my tattoo sessions. You know what I mean? Incredible. Like, if I don't like the person I'm buying a car from, mm-hmm. I would rather just not have the car because I'm not going to reward somebody for being an asshole. I agree. It just is what it is. Like, I agree. people buy from people. I agree. Okay. And, it, and if you can't create honest and genuine connections, even if they do buy great, they're not, you're not going to have that lifetime value that we've been talking True. about this True. entire time. The next person they create a connection with, if they're doing accounting, they're going to quickly jump from us to them if we don't yeah. create that connection, even if you do do good work. Yeah. People and, crave connections. And it's in anything. It's the restaurants we frequent. Mm-hmm. It's the stores we frequent. Maybe we just like the way that person is on the other side of the, yeah. of the checkout. You know, they're yep. always smiling. Yeah. Um, so well, my thing, wife won't even go to Starbucks if she sees a certain girl working behind the yeah. counter. She'll go to a different a Starbucks. Different, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. It's dude. because that person puts something out there. Yeah. And we are... Creatures of habit, yep. I guess to say, yep. you know, and we like to feel good. We yep. like to know that our money is spent in the right environments mm-hmm. and that we are doing something, you know, um, that makes us feel content, yeah. you know, happy. Yeah. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter where we're shopping, but we will frequent those places because we get a good feeling from them. Yeah. You have a horrible waiter. I, I've i been out to Anasazi a couple of times and, and had a, a horrible waitress or a waiter. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm not going to come here. And like six Even months if the not food's going good. there. Yeah. yeah. Even if the food's good, the experience yeah. was bad. Yeah. And, and that's a place I truly enjoy. And there's exactly. other times I've walked in where it's like, oh, man, this is so great. And, yeah. You know, I had a great time with my spouse. And Experiences matter. Joking. It does. That's, that's so. really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want more money from your clients? Yeah. Be genuine about creating an experience that they'll enjoy. Make it about them. Absolutely. Not about you making a buck. Absolutely. About them having an awesome experience and everything else will take care of itself. I agree. Okay. That was um, one of the things I <laughs> saw in your videos, man, like from all the people you interviewed so far. And I know you're not done yet, but everybody was like, oh, man, the experience. Yeah. And I think that's kind of one of your superpowers. That's the reason that you're crushing it. It really you is. Know? So. Let, let me ask you this. I mean, in your industry... When is it a good time to evaluate raising your rates or just maybe in a service industry in general? Is it just when you're backed up like two, three, four, five weeks? Or like when do you really start making those adjustments as an artist? You know, because you, as you get more experience, you become more valuable. Absolutely. And, and then you create a different experience by connecting. You become more valuable. 
and that person should be getting paid more and more because of the experience, because yeah. of the work, because you know all of it. I feel like that there are people at every levels. You know, yeah. for myself, I mean, I've gone through the structure of. You know, it, it's hard because I have clients that I genuinely, like, I love and adore them. Yeah. I can't wait to see them. Yeah. It's big hugs. And I'll keep them at, like, a VIP or an OG or a legacy price point. Okay. I have new clients that come in and they're, they're you know. And, it's and, a little more inflated because that connection so hasn't been. I've got, I've got clients that have been around for 17 years now. Well. You know, and I can't imagine being like, hey, this is my new prices. And, you know, you don't like it because they have been so loyal. I mean, they've, they've probably brought me. A half million dollars. You in, want? In you clients. want to know what so though? They probably wouldn't bat an eye at it because they, they want don't. to support you. They, they, they because you're don't. a good human. Yeah. You know so I'll mean? keep them at a price point, but then yeah. they tip me eight hundred dollars to match gotcha. my new price point. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. There so, you go. Happens. So no, and I think there's a difference between overinflating a price yeah. because you're hot and you're doing yeah. great, um, and and giving an honest value for what gotcha. you do. You know, I mean, there's a certain market cap. There's there's artists in my industry that are a thousand dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, but a lot of it's hype. You know, they're tattooing yeah. say celebrities, and they're in yeah. a certain price point where you know, all their clients are. You know, willing to spend seventy thousand for a table ornament, you know, so twenty thousand for a, a tattoo is nothing. I do have to say that, like, I am valuing the tattooing a lot differently these days uh, as I get later in my career. Over the last couple of years, I've realized that I'm permanently altering people's body yeah. for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So it's like a breast augmentation. It's like yeah. a nose job, hair implants, a hip replacement, like things that you do to alter your body. You go on a diet, you're going to spend 5000 and just yeah. new gym clothes and memberships and dietary systems. I feel like what I do at the end of the day, people get out of the shower, they feel good in their skin. Yeah. You know, they covered up that scar. They had an old tattoo from when they were young. And there's a value scale to it. So I've been adjusting my prices based on that. Like, you know, um, because it, it'll never go away. What I do is is there. It's There's a, a lifetime value to it. Now, if I'm not getting paid what I feel like I'm worth and my whole head's not into it, you know, then I devalue the situation that way just – uh, you know, from start. Yeah. So if I put a price point where I'm like, hey, I'm grateful I'm making this amount of money, you have my full attention. Yeah. We're going to grind sometimes 10, 12, 13 hours in a single day yeah. on a rate, you know? I mean, and it just feels like I, don't know, I value it differently now. Mm. Um, you know, back in the day, it was 50 bucks and, you know, a, a six pack of beer and I'd rock and roll with yeah. some tattoos. But now I feel like. <laughs> Bring something to fuck me up. I'm and that's permanently yeah. altering your body forever. Yeah. I'm going to put my whole heart into this. I'm not going to show up with a, you know, a, a headache or you know, I'll move your appointment if I have to because I want you to have a great experience. Because you value that experience yeah. for them. Exactly. Yeah. So and your whole um, heart, dude. I mean, is quality because when the people have come up to me and they're like, dude. I'm thinking about hitting Jason up for a tattoo, which we've yeah. had several people do. Like, what do you like about him? What, yeah. You know, people start asking me. Um, I don't say whole heart, but it is your whole heart that does this. Like, I'm like, dude, if you want a guy that's not just going to put something on your skin, yeah. rush you out the door to get to the next person, yeah. you want to you want to go with Jason. Like, yeah. there's a lot of money and there is a lot of monetary value in being the best at your skill, right? Yeah, and right. you do not cut corners. Like, he no. will spend... 30 minutes on one little spot getting it perfect before he moves yeah. to the next spot. And did you want that with yeah. something yeah. that you are permanently putting on your body? Oh, yeah. I agree. You want that. You want someone that's going to wholeheartedly do their best work and not cut corners. Yeah. And dude, it's like that with anything in business. I got to a certain point where I, I guess I see this too. Um, and in the world of tattooing, um, I, I look at people 
from a perspective of that they're not a cell phone payment. They're not a mortgage payment. Mm-hmm. You know, this is something I'm doing for them. They're going to carry with them forever. And so it has I, large meaning to the I, people I, that, 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 I mean, a, a large, large meaning. There's a lot of the younger kids. They don't understand that. If I could actually coach some of the young tattoo artists out there, it's like, look at your client as more than a cell phone payment. Mm-hmm. Because they are, they are more than that. There's, you know, there's a lifetime of their, you know, them experiencing your interaction with them, mm-hmm. uh, and it will never fizzle. They'll always remember who they were with, what they were doing, you know, where so they were at in their life when it happened. Get, all of that. get it out of your head that this is a, a, a mortgage payment. Get it out of it, out of your head that it's a car payment, mm-hmm. or you know, I mean, genuinely, it's an opportunity you're to create a relationship, altering them, yeah, yeah, and that that relationship will carry on. Forever, yeah. Until they die or you die. Those those key elements, man, of not cutting corners and not looking at people as the next mortgage payment or treating them like your next car payment, dude. That's like, and and people hear this, but not a lot of people do this. A lot of people hear about it, but they don't know how to do it. And but you really do. The money finds you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't go. You don't go chasing the money. The money finds you. And a lot of people can't really relate to that because they haven't gotten to that point in their business yet. But that really is the key, man. Like. You're not cutting corners. You're truly caring about people. You're trying to build rapport with them for them. You're being empathetic with them. You're creating experience for them. And it's not all for you to make X amount of dollars per hour. It's the money's just finding you. You're finding the clients that will pay you what you're worth. Isn't it crazy that when you stop hustling, shit just starts happening? Yeah. Like when you're not trying to convey or persuade or do all this, you know, marketing, like when you're, like I said, stop selling, start healing, Mm. you know, when you genuinely connect with people, it's like shit Mm. just starts happening. You know, it's it's so crazy how that works out. Yeah. You don't feel like you're trying to move the chessboard around. You're throwing the pieces out the window and you know, you're playing a different game and you're just owning it. It's, it's beautiful. So mm-hmm. um, what, anyways, what's, what, no, what's one, what's one piece of advice that you would give maybe a, a, a young entrepreneur, maybe based upon a mistake that you made, you know, coming into entrepreneurship that would help them through this journey, right? Not young, so, is it? not 18 again, a couple uh, of things. Yeah. Um, uh, first off, do the reps, you know, do it again and again. If you spend 30 minutes a day researching marketing at the end of the year, you know, at 365 days, you're going to have a new vocabulary. And it doesn't matter what area you want to go into. If you want to be a basket weaver, do the reps, do it again and again and again. You're going to fall down. You're going to make some mistakes. But, you know, after doing the reps over and over and over, you will build that vocabulary, that language. Um, Get sticky. Get mm. sticky with your clients, man. I mean, genuinely find, I like to say, the common denominator. What do you do or what in your life? Ask those questions about, you know, your health, your fitness, your home, you know, uh, uh, fabrication, uh, you know, find out whatever, whatever area it is. Find a common denominator to build a relationship with whoever you're working with. It could be your, your coworkers. It could be your boss. It could be your spouse. It could be, you know, people you're coaching or mentoring, whatever it is. Um, try to find an, uh, some sort of way to connect with that other person. doesn't matter what it is. Not from a sales point of view. Yeah. Like, oh, you've got kids? i got kids, too. How old are, you, how old are your kids? You know, yeah. it's little things like that. How about the weather way. we're having lately? Oh, yeah. You, know, you can always tell, you like, can always tell a, a stale conversation. Yeah. And if you're not connecting, fine. Send that person somebody they will connect with so yeah. they have a great experience. Yeah. So, yeah. That's um, cool. Doing the reps, I think, though. You know, the more you do things over and over again, the easier it gets. Um, and then, yeah, find the lifetime value of your clients. Understand that 
your clients were so much more over the term of a lifespan. You know, you're talking 65, 70, 80 years. So you're, you know? you're, you're saying don't, don't look at today? <clears throat> no. Just don't live for today or, or, or that today's paycheck. Seize the moment, yeah. the opportunity, but put a little bit of effort in to make sure that moment lasts a long time. So, you know, make sure that that moment continues to, you know, support you and your vision, your ideas, your goals, your dreams, you know, for a couple of generations to come. So, Damn, bro, you said you were nervous to come on the podcast. <laughs> you didn't You didn't show it one bit. That was kind of crazy, huh? You're, you're, yeah. You're, yeah, I'm like, dude. You're, just like another dude, tattoo a, session, yeah, bro. exactly. This so, is stuff we geek out on, bro. Yeah, we're just like, dude, he's... he's a, we he's, put on podcasts. Yeah. We put on YouTube. Dude, yeah. you should we do sit that. There and we, I've got some dry erase boards. We, you, you, we should, do you should do a podcast things. and just mm-hmm. want somebody that once a week that you're yeah. tattooing, you just turn on the mic and you just... I've had a couple I wonder if people you call it that. like under the needle or so, you know, something like, you know <laughs> How what long I mean? have we gone? Like that, I felt that, like this is going to be like a 20-minute thing. And, oh, no, yeah. dude, yeah, it's, been, been it's been probably about 45 minutes, 50 oh, minutes. Good. But No, guys, I, I know for a fact that you like the episode. Jason's a good-ass dude as well. Um, if you're local in St. George, Utah. Oh, anywhere, dude. He's go. Oh, uh, you go anywhere, people, huh? People yeah, I'll be down out. in Laguna next week. Yeah. I'll be tattooing. Are you allowed to talk about who... You're going I, down I to guess I, I I don't see why uh, not. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll keep that private just yeah. for their, you know Absolutely. what I mean. Yeah, we don't but know he obviously about, but does, you know, high end people in regards to any uh, people though. Well, go I check out his like, freaking. No, work, what I'm saying man, is that like, that's yeah. they're they're taking you to a certain place because they value you so much Absolutely. and the experience so Absolutely. much that they want you and this is where they want you when they want you. All right, dude, let's roll. I ran into this guy Dallas Airport. He's just coming back from. Tattooing people, I've yeah, run into Texas, him. Yeah, yeah dude, that's I mean, crazy, dude. That's awesome. He though. gets around, bro. That's because yeah. of the experience, though. Is it because is. people just is. want his experience, dude. I've his been work, in his chair, his and guys fly in from Atlanta. Yeah, they're yeah. like there for their next session. They can't wait yeah. to see him. I've been all over um, the world. Actually, can I? They well, well how do people over. find you in terms of like checking you out, your art, um, you know, all that? What's Most people place? email me at jasonworkmanart at gmail.com. Um, I've got Instagram. Uh, What's your Instagram handle? Jason Workman, J-A-S-E-N-W-O-R-K-M-A-N. Mm-hmm. Um, you can pretty much just Google me and there's all kinds of stuff. So Cool. Um, but really that's that's Probably, probably feels good. Google way. me, bitch. <laughs> you know, say something like that. Like, who are you? Dude, Google me. I don't have to explain no. myself yeah. no more. Check it. Um, we, 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 currently, we recently opened Humble Beast Studios. Uh, there should be yeah. a humblebeeststudios.com uh, popping up anytime now. So, cool. Um, we've just been kind of building it low and slow. Good. You want to put out the right stuff, and you know, so I'm gonna attach testimonials to. Yeah, so. people will that's love good, your work, man. man. I mean, that's that's what I did. I mean, I saw Coulter's work, and then I went and found your Instagram. I was like, damn, I gotta reach out. Yeah, then I emailed you, then I came and saw you. Yeah, um, but yeah, I've been super impressed. Uh, that's the lifetime value how you shit that you were talking about. You did work on somebody else that was a billboard for Kel's eyes. Absolutely, and Kel's like, damn, I like that. Absolutely, you know, and you were talking about, yeah, I know. You're looking at five thousand dollars right now, yeah. But it might be five hundred thousand over the next, you know, thirty years or, 40 exactly. or whatever. And Kel's a perfect example of of that 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 example that you Agreed. gave earlier in terms of the lifetime mm-hmm. value of a, of a customer. I mean, y- your work is incredible, but I, I honestly Thank think you, that you as a human being are even more incredible than, than what you put out. I mean, your your vibe is is awesome. You're just a genuine good ass dude. Thank you, man. And. Uh, uh, that's that's been across the board from yeah. anybody that I've spoke to about you, yeah. 
and sometimes people speak about people, and you're like, oh, man, this guy's cool. He's this. And you're just like, sure, okay, I'm sure there's whatever. A few and then I meet you, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, haters. oh, yeah. like, damn. They weren't hyping it up. They yeah. weren't lying or anything. They didn't just vibe with it. He's just, he can vibe with anybody, and he's a good ass dude. So well, that's why I wanted you on the show, bro, yeah. because I'm, I'm, I just love who you are. Yeah. And when we've talked about building lifetime value in customers, I'm like, dude, we got to have you on a, po- a podcast because, yeah. dude, everybody that listens to this podcast and follows our Instagram, yeah. I mean, dude, everyone's just hustling and grinding. And, and I knew that you'd bring in some nuggets. It don't matter if you're in tattoos. It don't matter if you're in service. Yeah. It don't matter if yeah. you own a plumbing company. It don't matter, man. Like how you treat your customers is going to determine your success in the next 20 years of your, yeah. of your craft. And yeah. you're a true example of that, dude. That's why I wanted you on. So Absolutely. thanks for coming I, I on today, bro. I uh, appreciate the opportunity to be yeah. here, man. So to end, we did say that we'd be reading reviews. Okay. Well, so the last review was on Saturday. What's today? Monday? Yeah. So two days ago. Um, the headline is No Bullshit Advice. This is from SMI Scrapper. Um, these guys are awesome. I found them the same week that Andy ended the MF CEO project. And while I'm still listening to that, these guys offer a fresh perspective on how to run business and what has helped them succeed. Excited to see where they go. P.S. The Instagram page is a must-have as well. We appreciate that. SMI Scrapper. Guys, make sure if you enjoyed the podcast, share it with a family member, a friend, any associate that maybe even could be at a low point in life Mm -hmm. or in business that just needs that little pick-me-up. And we know that it does help people because of the messages that we've received of people saying they were at a low place. They found our podcast or the Instagram, and it kind of helped them, you know, get their mind right again and, and put them back on the right track. 100%. So um, this isn't just to pump our own ego up, guys. This is about helping people and being genuine, just as we talked about with Jason today. So make sure you're sharing these episodes with with anybody that you love or care about, and make sure you rate and review the podcast so that you can have an opportunity for your review. Yeah, especially with someone like Andy getting out of it, man. Yeah. I mean, he's put out great content for a lot of years. Excellent I followed content. him, and yeah. I was kind of bummed to hear that. But, yeah. um, but dude, we plan on doing this for years to come. Yeah. We plan on being consistent for the whole community. And just, dude, we just really want to help business yeah. owners, man. So share it with like-minded yeah, people. absolutely. Leave a review. Guys, you have an opportunity for us to read your review on the next podcast that we do. So we appreciate you guys as always. Keep kicking ass. Thanks, guys.